You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Welcome to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It's the 24th of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And Dave has uh, Dave has recrossed the international drink line. He's back from vacation again. And uh, Dave, Dave, welcome back, man. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, nice to be back. <laughs> I'm so lying there, but it's all right to be back. And if I had to come home, you know. Victoria and, 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 and serving, you know, I, I'm, I'm blessed to have some really awesome clients. So I guess to that effect, it's good to be back. <laughs> you missed a great show last week. We had uh, Kim Krosberg, um, your friend of mine, Kim Krosberg, from uh, founder of Create-A-Site Forms. Um, it's reminding Create-A-Site members, this is it. Today's the last day. Tomorrow the forms close down. So if you have any goodbyes to say or any... Uh, Content you want to copy that you know is in those forms somewhere. Um, today's the day to grab it because tomorrow it might not be there. <laughs> Speaking of uh, just not being there, um, if there's a stumble upon user in the house somewhere, <laughs> maybe drunk behind a dumpster somewhere, or sitting in the in an alleyway with that sock puppet from pets.com, pets.com, um, like you might notice something missing in your life. Besides just about everything else, um, stumble upon's gone. Stumble upon shuttered shop this morning. That was rather unceremonious. Well, yeah, but the, I mean, stumble upon. I guess they 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 they, they rightly considered that very few people would actually care because after Reddit came about, stumble upon just kind of disappeared. You know, they they stopped being the cool new in thing. But at uh, one time, stumbled upon was where you went to discover new stuff on the internet, much like people do with Facebook or Reddit today. Very true. Very true. And yeah, it used to actually be a decent traffic source if you had interesting material. Yeah. So I, I, I only mention it because it's one of those things. It's, it's like mentioning the, the, the passing of MySpace. By the time it was time to pronounce MySpace dead, nobody cared because, I mean, it was dead. Um, 
same thing with Stumble Upon, but it's worth noting because Stumble Upon at one time, ask Brett Satoris, Stumble Upon at one time was an SEO uh, must use. Yeah. Yeah. Then um, you and I both worked in that, and a lot of the people listening are like, Stumble Upon, right? <laughs> it was a mainstay at one point um, of, of, of getting your content discovered. So good call. And you're right. It was funny. I was thinking of it like GeoCities, you went MySpace, but it's the same sort of thing where, yeah, by the time they went, nobody cared. But, yeah. but they were so important to the people were so who important. had used them just a few years before, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So speaking of stuff that's, you know, tools that are kind of important to SEOs, did you know that Google actually has a bias? <gasps> They've admitted it, too. They I had no that. idea. They came right out and said straight up that Google has a bias towards scientific truth. Um, you know, the, the scientific theories that have been tested within an inch of their of their actual lives and have been, you know, proven to be as true as any scientific theory can ever be proven to be true by, you know, constant repetition of results. If Google sees that, it's going to consider that as scientific truth. For instance, if you hold a cannonball and a uh, hockey puck, at the top of the CN Tower and drop them at exactly the same time from exactly the same distance mm -hmm. or same height, they will likely smash into somebody's Corvette at the at the base of the CN Tower at exactly the same time. Um, and, uh, you know, the insurance company will take a long time to pay for it. These are all scientific truths. <laughs> um, so Google, like, like uh, will have a quote-unquote bias towards scientific truth and it must be 2018 because we're talking about this as if it might be a controversial thing as it turns out it's kind of a controversial thing <laughs> it's kind of horrible it, it is kind of horrible um that we're even having to having to talk about it it's funny because you would view this as one of the things um that we would accept as a given from a system that is trying to become more and more intelligent. I like to say the human race fits that, but not always, apparently. No, um, it's artificial intelligence. <laughs> so we now need to rely on machines. Um, and they, you know, can guide us into, into a system that actually um, relies on data. Um, yeah, I, I think most of the people in our sector, however, are, are, are pretty solid on that because we all like data. So maybe we're maybe that's why you and I are a bit surprised by it. And I'm sure a lot of the, the listeners right now would be a little surprised to find out that's controversial because we rely on data all the time and present it as the truth. If, if, if listeners want the straight up data on this, you'll find it in Section 3.2 of Google's Quality Raiders Guidelines. <laughs> and this is the area that 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 deals with. Uh, the EAT, the EAT of, uh, of listings, um, <laughs> the expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. Um, High-quality medical advice should come from people in organizations with appropriate medical expertise, like, you know, doctors. Whoa, um, Jim. <laughs> High-quality information pages on scientific topics should represent well-established scientific consensus on issues where such consensus, consensus exists. For instance... Gravity. If you jump up in the air and pull your legs up uh, to, to underneath your body, you will fall on your knees. That is going to happen 100% of the time. Try it. I dare you. 
<laughs> I'm interested in seeing you, and I'm interested in seeing anybody defy this. <laughs> um, I just like watching people hurt themselves. Let's face it, I'm a hockey fan. <laughs> Um, and you know what? Something to know. I, I'm going to go just more general SEO, but from exactly what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is reinforcing I mean, what, what they're saying. Um, you know, it is obviously relevant when we're just talking about, um, you know, sort of natural biases Google, Google might have when we're looking at search results. But I think as SEOs, as website owners, right? I mean, for, for our listeners who, who are DIYers or just business owners trying to keep up on what's going on here, the lesson I would take from this, and we see, I'm going to circle back to my favorite subject here, but I, I see it and I can't remember the specific patent number or name right now. Um, but going back to entities, this ties in directly with, with what, what they're referring to. Um, and there's an entire patent, and I'll look it up during the, during the commercial and, and reference it if, if people want to look it up, that relates to authoritativeness, notability, credibility. Like It, it ties all these things. So if we want to take that and how do we apply this to ourselves, and I, I will reference patent after the next commercial break so people can look it up. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the goal here has to be, hey, obviously Google cares about authoritativeness, right? Like that's what they're getting these quality raters and quality raters aren't going, this is a light switch. Is this the best doctor related to, you know, toe fungus, um, you know, on the planet earth, they're going, is this guy authoritative? Okay. Then this is a decent result within with scales, right? The best would get whatever a five and the, the lowest would get a, a zero or, or irrelevant. So we need to view ourselves like that and go, how do I build notability? How do I build award how do i build how do i develop these things um related to either the entity of me or the entity of my website or business um and you know maybe you're starting out at a zero how do i get that to a one because when you get that to a one now you're stronger so that's a lesson that i think we can all be taking is it's not just about links it's not just about content um you know looking are you authoritative are you notable um, and, and there's a bunch of different systems they've actually talked about in some of their patents to accomplish that. Again, patents mm-hmm. sometimes fly, sometimes don't, right? Like, don't take it as, as the gospel by any means, although you were talking about dropping to your knees, so maybe you want to take it as gospel. Um, <laughs> in this case, I don't think the patent is either is either telling the truth or lying. I think it's hinting, and it's hinting very broadly, but I think it's a damn good hint. Well, and then we're seeing it reinforced here with them going, if you see these signals this person gets that benefit. Um, and then Bill Slosky, we had talked to him about trust rank in, in the patents. And I mean, not trust rank, but we talked about trust rank in the new page rank reevaluation mechanisms. Um, you know, and, and, and so we're starting to see a lot of this and go, okay, now can I be assigned or, or tied to these other entities that clearly are given that relevance, right? These sort of things that we naturally should be doing, but this is another reinforcement that that is a way and a mechanism to higher rankings. Um, especially now when we're entering a world where it's less about this big list of top 10 and more about voice, more about being that entity that ranks because there may not even be a visible display to show top 10 links, right? It's more important now. Sure, absolutely, absolutely. But again, if you're going to be making a claim, back it up with expertise. I think that's the the very bottom line here. And you will find that Google's bias um, probably favors you as well. (laughs) <laughs> um, by the way, uh, SEO Josh B. I'm not going to mention your last name. You've been controversial for a couple of years now. I've been watching your career, dude. Don't poke the bear when it comes to truth. Like, honest to goodness, like, um, 
truth paradigm, uh, serious question, all that sort of like like honest, uh, honest to God, you you sound like Josh Peterson. Stop it. You don't you you don't need to do that. You're it's embarrassing. Please, let's move on. Um, all right. I don't want to mention the guy's last name. I I mean I don't want to embarrass him anymore on the air, and I don't want to promote him. Um, but people like that just tick me off. Like seriously, what a grip. Um, we got time for one more before we got to take a break. Um, when we come back, I want to talk about uh, G- GDPR. I think it's a huge subject and a, a number a number of uh, things we got to talk about when, when it comes to compliance. So I don't want to do that. Here's a, here's the news of the dumb. <laughs> All right, these things happen. So mm-hmm. Google Google is suing an SEO company. That's what that's that was the headline that originally got me to to, to notice this uh, this piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, Google sues SEO company, threatening to remove businesses from Google. So check this out. I mean, like like this really happened. A business called uh, Kadia Incorporated, which does business under a number of different names: Beyond Menu, Point Break Media. Uh, and Supreme Marketing Group are, are three known names that uh, that Kidia Incorporated does business under. Mm-hmm. These guys took an ad out under the business name Point Break Media LLC. They took an ad in the newspapers saying that um, they were going to start removing local businesses' Google listings if those businesses didn't sign up with them. And then they started calling those businesses one by one by one by one, threatening to um, to totally trash out on their Google listings if they didn't sign up with them. And 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 they were doing things like claiming Google My Business listings, um, writing terrible reviews. Um, you know, just think think of all the negative things you can do to another person's business listing. These guys were doing it, and if you gave them money, they'd stop doing it. If you didn't give money, they'd keep on doing it. Like, seriously, man. Well, in the positive side of this, uh-huh. um, they, I don't care how much they charged and how many people they screwed over, they do not have enough money to battle Google's lawyers. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> no, and again, um, that's that's an awfully nice lawyer you have there, sir. We'd hate to see something happen to him like <laughs> us by him. Um, yeah, indeed. Uh, and could you imagine, now that you're caught, if anybody out there is listening to the show and they're thinking of uh, uh, perpetuating such a scam, um, well, you should probably bugger off, but don't, because like, you're a listener and we love you and all that sort of stuff. But like, you're gonna get caught. It's dumb. Like, like it's not like it's dumb. It's a bad idea. You're going to get caught. And when you get caught, like Dave, like Dave just said, you um, you can't fight the entire British army, and you certainly can't fight the entire. I, I think Google has more lawyers than uh, Britain has army. Yeah, you know? I know. I was thinking the exact same thing. <laughs> um, and so, so don't do that because. Um, because you're going to get caught. I mean, like, seriously. How can that... I, I, recently, uh, courts came down against Mugshot. Do you, do you remember that the, uh, 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 the California company that um, was, was, was putting people's Mugshots online? Yeah. And then, the, you know, once your Mugshot's online and your, your, your arrest documents, you're pretty screwed. Like, 
even if you're not convicted of a crime, you're, you, if you apply for a job, your your potential employer is almost certainly going to Google you, and oh my goodness, there's your mugshot. You're not getting the job. Um, and so they were extorting money off of people to, to remove what is essentially a public record, but this, this company was using SEO techniques to make sure that the, these public records would come up high under individuals' names. Um, much like this other company is using was using SEO t- negative SEO techniques to um, screw over companies that didn't pay their extortion money. And the thing I don't understand, Dave, is this is 2018. We 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 know that every pulse, every signal, every bit that goes across the web is tracked ad infinitum. How do they think they're going to get away with it? Charging Bitcoin. I don't know. <laughs> No, that no, that that that's how you make off like a bandit. But you're still gonna get caught. You just, <laughs> they just can't get any money out of you because it's in Bitcoin. Yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. It's I don't even understand that. But I'm sure most of our listeners, hopefully all of our listeners, um, don't understand why somebody would be driven to make that their business model. Indeed. Okay. Uh, I think this is an opportune time to take a break. It's uh, just about twenty after the hour at the time of the recording. Um, Friends, you are listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the 24th of May, 2018. I can't believe it's the 24th of May, 2018. Like, 20, I know. almost half over, eh? I know. Ow. Uh, on behalf of Dave Davies, who again is back back across the international drink line on uh, on this side of it, back from vacation, uh, this is uh, from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Stick around. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 2018 International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. Deadline for entries is May 31st, 2018. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping high speed on a horse named Archibello. So yes, my body hurts, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. Learn more at brainhealth.gov. Webmasterradio.fm. Welcome to the place your competitors get their edge. Jump on it. We're here for you 24-7. 
commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webmaster to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 24th of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Joey's Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And um, Dave... There's something we've had to discuss for quite a while now that we've been putting off to uh, we've just been putting off and we've got to have it. We got to talk about it, dude. <laughs> it's about your privacy. All right, all right. <laughs> well, actually, it's not about your privacy, and it's not about my privacy. It's about all of our privacy. It's one of those beautiful things. Um, the uh, GDPR, uh, the uh, EU personal privacy. Compliance time is now. Well, actually, it is 12 to 24 hours from now, depending on which side of the international drink line one is standing on. Um, this is for webmasters out there who are listening to the show live. This probably one of the last warnings you're really you're, you're actually going to get. You need to go to Google Analytics right now. If you haven't done this already, you gotta, you got to do this right now. And a few minor steps that, 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 that you got to do, but it's way important you do it. You need to tell Google how long you want it to retain data, and it gives you 14, 28, 30, 36, or 50 months. And then you have to um, identify persons in your organization who are responsible for maintaining the privacy and, 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 and sanctity of any personal information that you might gather in the course of doing business across your website. This um, is especially for people whose websites uh, or who, who, who do business uh, across the ocean in Europe. But given the international nature of the web, Google and um, other platforms, you, you might see Facebook or, uh, or Instagram start, start following um, Google's example. If you aren't uh, GDPR compliant, then, um, well, say when it comes to analytics, you might lose all your data. <laughs> Google doesn't want to be doing any favors because if you're not GDPR compliant, they're getting fined by the EU. So you have until the 25th of May, which by all calculations is really freaking soon, um, like, like hours from now, <laughs> to get this done. We've been, they've been talking about it for several months, and um, this is it. This is it. It's last day. Deadline. So are you, uh, are you all compliant, or is that none of my business? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm really lucky with our, with our site. Um, there's just one more thing that we have to, to add in, and I actually didn't occur to me until I was talking with a client this morning going, oh, here's this one little thing you need to do. And I'm like, oh, wait. It's one of those, like, right, the, the, the cobbler has no shoes kind of moments. Where I'm like, oh, wait, wait, so do I. I have a contact form. Um, and it, it is a lead by example. I, I don't think anybody would actually care, but when you're collecting data, you need to give people certain rights. Um, and, and accesses to that data. Um, anybody who fills out the form, that data will be available in our database indefinitely, right? So I need to let people know, basically, that you can contact me and I will remove that from our database, 
right? That 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 needs to happen um, if you want to be in full compliance. So you would have one of two routes to go on that. One, I can just block that form <laughs> from from the EU, right? Is is one of two options, or you can just put a checkbox going. Here's our terms of service, and um, you know, basically create that page going. Here's how we store it. Here's how to get rid of it or, or address it or, or edit it. Um, in the case, you know, with, with the client we're working with right now, we're at just the final throws of going, okay, let's get ready to flick the switch and turn it on because we only want that checkbox appearing because they have a lot of money invested in conversion optimization. Um, mm -hmm. We're only putting that checkbox in if you're from the EU, right? And something worth noting for our listeners, when I say, when you're from the EU, that doesn't mean you were born in the EU. <laughs> it doesn't mean you were you know, born there here. Actually, if you're from the EU, but you're sitting in the States, it doesn't apply to you. But if you're from the States and you're sitting in the EU, it does. <laughs> so it's not just where do you live. Um, it is where do you physically, where, where are you physically present, which makes sense because that's what they're, that's what they're covering here. Um, so it is really, really important that people understand specifically are you collecting data from specific areas? Um, for example, the client I'm talking about, yes, they're located in the States. Yes, they do business in the States. Yes, they, they their product and service is actually only available while a person is in the States because it's accommodations. However, um, <laughs> a lot of their transactions come from the EU, right? And, and they get there. So they need to comply 100%. Um, so that's that's what it comes down to. It's not just because you're in the states doesn't mean it doesn't doesn't matter to you. It, it matters heavily. One last note: um, Britain, regardless of intention, is still part of the EU. <laughs> that like, is a very very valid point. Don't screw up on that one. Like um, they're, they're 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 still in the EU. So okay, I we had to talk about that. Um, is there anything else we got to cover there? That's, that's um, I, I I think that one I think we've done done pretty good there. Um, something I want to hopefully, and you know what, our our listeners can I don't know shout out to Jim or I on Twitter during you know before the next break if if you think we missed something that, that needs to be mentioned. Um, something I promised um, that I would mention the patent that I'm referencing or referenced earlier in the show is ranking search results based on entity metrics. If you just put that in quotes in Google, you'll you'll find it. Um, and if you need a verification, it's patent US 2015-033-1866. So anybody who wants to find it, it's a great little, <laughs> it's a great little light read. Um, it's an older one, but still uh, highly relevant in my opinion. Okay, way cool. Okay, so what are we going to go to next? Um, did you did you rush to uh, get it? Well, of course you did. I mean, to to to, to meet uh. uh the secure apocalypse. Um, when was that? When, when everybody had to go HTTPS or uh, Chrome was going to start noting that they hadn't. What was that like? Uh, August of last year or something? Yeah, September? sounds sounds about right. It all kind of blends right with all the major things that they're doing right now. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure as you remember, Dave, because you you had to explain this to clients at at infinitum. Um, go HTTPS or you're going to get a little note saying. Um, not secure, or and, and, and um and uh, once once you do go HTTPS, you'll you'll happily have that little green bar, read secure. You got the lock symbol and all that sort of stuff, so the mm. the client can feel comfortable doing business across your across your uh, your website. Mm -hmm. Well, Google's going to change all that. 
I, I, I kid you not. Google is going to drop the um, secure label for all HTTPS sites and just put up uh, your very insecure label for non-HTTPS sites, for the, for the odd remaining non-HTTPS site. So that universal symbol of security is going to be removed. I guess if you see sort of like a, 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 a I, I have no idea if there's anything going to go in that space or nothing, but I'm guessing if you see a blank area there or a little, a little information symbol, you know you're okay. But if you see a, a unsecure notice, then you're not okay. The more I love know. the move. I, I, I think it's a great move. Just my, my two bets. Um, I, 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 I do. And, and here's why. I think it, it creates a minimalist environment. Because basically most of us are over there. And I think it will draw the eye more to scenarios where there's nothing there. But like, if nothing is there and then suddenly there's something there, it's going to draw the eye. Um, I think it also leaves room there for them to put something else in the future, basically make that a, a notification issue. Um, something I'll, I'll mention just as a, a little resource for our, for our friends in the crowd here um, who may be struggling to get that little green padlock while it's there it'll soon be nothing but to avoid that error at that point if you think you're secure and you're still not getting it there's a handy little website that i have nothing to do with but i use often called whynopadlock.com just enter your url in there it's a great easy to remember that's what like i never forget that url just enter whatever url it is is that's problematic in there it'll show you all the resources being called and which ones are being called over http it really is yeah it, it's, a, it's a great little site um i use it all the time when i hit that because it's just quick and easy boom there it is it's even faster than going through source code which you know i'll do if i'm in a you know in a pinch or not thinking um but yeah it, it's really, really easy and <laughs> like control F, right? Well, I guess there is that. But you know what? When you've dumped, and this is where I hit the problem, when you dump a whack of schema on a page and yeah, you do yeah. control F, HTTP colon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, all right. So it, I, I, you know, whether we consider it a good move or not, um, it really needs to remind us, yeah, they're, they're up in their game here. If you haven't, if you're one of the eight people that hasn't um, yet, and I, I'm sometimes surprised by who it is, but there we go. If you're one of those people, you, you don't really have a choice because even if you're not asking people to do anything, anything, that, that would require security. You know, if I have two sites to pick from and one of them has a little warning on it and one doesn't, you know, which am I going to pick? Yeah, indeed. Yeah. Um, I am one of those people who actually, I haven't, I haven't done my own website yet, but I, <laughs> I care. It amazes me how little I care about it. Um, but then again, I'm fortunate. Like I don't think I've used my website to get business in, um, a very long time. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it just sort of happens that way. But I really should. <laughs> Isn't that the weirdest thing? It, it, website, it, it is. Web, website business and not really caring about your own. Well, and a lot of us do. That's why, like, as I was discussing earlier with the like compliance, and I'm like, kind of reminded me. Oh yeah, I guess I should do that. <laughs> yeah. We're the last ones that we think of. Uh, and it's funny because, I mean, talking about HTTPS in your case, you've probably done it 
I don't even know how many times. But now you could probably do it with your eyes closed in not like 15 minutes, right? The longest would be waiting for your security certificate. For anyone who knows me on Facebook, you've probably noticed I'm fighting an election right now, hmm. um, which is a 24-7 endeavor for the, for the length. Luck, luckily in Canada, we have very, very short elections. Um, this one is only six weeks long rather than the... Uh, year-long marathon that that many many american elections are um so i'll get around to that but not today no not at all (laughs) okay what else we got um well i got a quick uh quick little story here that i mean i i i really love paying attention to stuff like this not just for what it is but for what it means um and and this one is absolutely a non-story that in my eyes is actually a story and it, it was covered by matt southern over at uh, over at search engine journal a couple days ago it was back on the 22nd google maps lets users customize their navigation icons like we all know we've used google maps and you know you've clicked that like navigate me there when you're in a car or whatever um, and then you see that blue arrow and it sort of points you in the direction that you're going. We're all, we're all used to that. Anyway, on iOS, and it's only on iOS right now, which I always find funny when they launch stuff on iOS before Android, but maybe they want to do their test bed where they're like phone people aren't. Um, we're going to be directing anybody off a bridge. It's going to be those damn Apple users first. <laughs> There's no monetization there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they're only using our free services. We can, we can <laughs> risk them. Um, but they're now allowing for you to customize the, the, the little icon. So basically right now you can select from three different vehicles. Um, and, and it'll then use that vehicle very similar to what they did with, and I don't know if you remember it, uh, and, and I think we only covered it briefly, um, with Mario, like on the birthday of, oh, yeah! of Mario, you can drive in a Mario Kart. Um, well, now they've switched it over, and you can have a, a red car, a green truck, or it's a yellow SUV. Um, and you can select which one, and it'll, it'll then be that icon. Now, that in and of itself may not seem important. And in fact, in and of itself, it is negligible in importance, kind of neat, I guess. Um, but what's really interesting to me, and we're going to cover another example of this here shortly, is how much attention Google is spending right now on local and maps. Like We are reporting constantly. I, I, I'm sure weeks have gone by if I go through all the recordings and there was probably stuff happening, but more important in the news. Um, but basically week on week, and we've got at least a couple of them today to talk about uh, Google is paying a ton of attention to maps, a ton of attention to local. And there's another example of them changing that interface to make it something that's going to draw your eye more readily to it. Um, and be a map that would have more visual appeal to each individual user as opposed to trying to go functionally, a blue arrow is great, but it doesn't have that visual appeal and it doesn't have that customization. I'm imagining a world not that far from the future where I can just go, yeah, here's the car I have and it'll put that car in there or I wished I had and it'll put that car there. Um, but further to that, what, I, what I'm seeing in the future, just as me, um, is an opportunity uh, for whether it be corporations or just individuals or whatnot to actually custom craft different elements um, on the map. Now, I, I personally would, would find that um, quite interesting um, as an advertising opportunity uh, for, for some, um, well, also, you know, you know budget rent car view, car. Pardon me? From a marketer's point of view, once you get the, 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 the potential customer or the client messing with the map that brings him or her to your business... I call that buy-in. 
<laughs> like this is somebody who 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 really wants to use this product so much that they're they're going to invest time messing with it, and this product brings them to my doorstep. Well, it does, and what I'm going to find interesting as well, and this is just a really subtle thing, but we have we have a sedan, um, we we have a truck, and we have an SUV, all of different colors. Um, but my selection of which one is actually going to give you probably some fairly valuable advice over who I am and how I travel. If I'm picking an SUV, <laughs> I'm probably a different person than the pickup truck. Oh, you're um, right. That's funny. I didn't think of that. Um, and so it's, it, it'll just lend to those things. I think we're going to see a lot more customization on those sorts of elements because it will inform Google quite a bit on who I am and probably explain. I, I imagine this came up when they went, okay, we don't know what kind of people are doing different things in a really simplistic way, right? Without going through all their data of everything they're done and then it gets mucky. Okay, people with like who pick red sedans do this, right? Okay, now let's start to look for some additional characteristics of those people and, and you can start to figure out a, a lot more. I think it'll work as a, an interesting bridge point of, of information and all of us will probably use it. All of us who use maps will probably pick one um, just because it's better than a blue arrow. It's amazing, just like, our, our our lives are psychographic profile. Um, our lives our lives are psychographic profile analysis that we fill in ourselves with our every action. Yeah, because everything we do is is traceable. Now that we, you know you're 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 carrying the uh, tracing device around with you, or you have it in your uh, in your living room and it's playing pop songs for you. <laughs> um, speaking of. <laughs> Speaking of it, uh, Google is um, Google has surpassed Amazon in the uh, in what's being called the smart speaker wars. According to Business Insider, um, the Google Home is now the most popular home personal assistant. Yeah. Um, I don't know what this means for SEO. I don't know what this means for marketing. I don't know what this means for anything because I don't have a personal, a digital personal home assistant yet. I'm uh, likely going to be one of the last holdouts on this because <laughs> um, I'm a curmudgeon like this. Um, because I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't. Even, the honest truth is, I don't even understand why people are getting them. I don't, I don't, maybe, maybe you need to actually have the convenience to understand the convenience. Um, has, has having a, uh, a personal home assistant like this changed your life, Dave? Made it easier? In, in my ways, very subtly. Um, but I'm actually about to bridge that gap and start testing it with some, some, additional capabilities and and the one area i haven't gone into yet and i mainly bought them just for some testing basically q a of each one to sort of watch which one was doing better things and where one would excel where the other wouldn't and was sometimes surprised by which which would win um in in specific questions i didn't expect alexa to win on some math questions so that it did i figured google was a shoe in but they had too much information and so they got it wrong kind of thing yeah. <laughs> um you know but but those sort of things but overall i i conclude and i think eric ang from uh from stone temple i keep wanting to say stone temple pilots but from stone temple uh <laughs> consulting um has found about the same thing is that consistently they do they do better google does better on, on questions um where i haven't gone into is control of other devices in my house um that sort of more interactive nature of things i can control my chromecast but that's about it um 
you know, as far as from my Google Home. Um, that's a bridge I'm about to get through. But even in my limited use, there are some very, very helpful functions um, that I find. If I need to set up a, a quick alert, I want to leave my office for, for a little bit, I don't know, go and, you know, play a video game or something like that. Just saying, set an alert for this. It'll, you know, it'll do it. Has, the Google Home has a, has a great little speaker. So I'll use it just to play some music in the background. Um, you know, my Alexa makes, you know, my, my, I don't have any speakers, but I do have Bluetooth on my computer. My Alexa makes a, a great um, little speaker to, to fire off my, uh, you know, my alarms. You know, my, my phone rings. I use VoIP just because I find it easier and have a nice headset. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's great for that. So it, it works. So it has a lot of functions in my life, but I'm about to try crossing over and getting a couple of the lights and things like that and seeing, okay, what does that do? And trying to get those, those uses for people. But the short answer, I think to where you're going is it will be. And that's more, I think what we're, we're talking about. It will be powerful. And I think it's when we get people who have say lights in all their, in all like control of all the lights in their houses, control of multiple devices in their houses, we can set up, and we talked about this, I think it was about a month ago, we can set up sequences, right? Okay, when I say to my phone, you know, okay, Google, I'm pulling up, or have it just measure when I'm pulling up to my, to my house, okay, it'll launch this sequence automatically and start turning on these lights, cranking up these temperatures. Those sorts of things, I think, that's where we'll see the real power of it. And I think people are starting to really embrace that now, as opposed to just the, okay, Google, you know, what's the temperature outside? Great use for it. I use it all the time for that. But, um, you know, I think that's a really limited view of its, of its functionality that we're fast crossing over. And I think that's why they're getting that adoption because they have that great Q and a sort of quick stuff. Um, but they're, I think we talked about it two weeks ago, they're rapidly deploying devices. And I think that's what's really helping entrench them as, as a solid, solid player is, you know, that you can control a lot of elements of your house and, and your life um, with them. So, of course, you're going to want the devices in each room to sort of do that with. Well, Google is now number one. Amazon is now number two. And I guess the, uh, the Apple device is running a, a distant third. Um, if anybody is in the Mountain View area of uh, Silicon Valley tomorrow and they notice a big smoking pit where Google used to be, that's because Bezos doesn't like being number two. <laughs> that would be my guess, anyway. <laughs> Indeed, that sounds, sounds about right. He's a reasonable man. He was okay when he was number one. Um, <laughs> what else do we got here? Um, Google Local Hotels. You know what? We should probably take a break. I'm just looking at the time oh going, Brasco is going to start hounding us in moments. <laughs> and rightly so. so. Okay, you're absolutely right. So, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing, this is Jim Hedron, Digital Always Media. You listen to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. It's the uh, 24th of May, 2018. We're back after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology will be back after this short break. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? 
It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contest and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few, the proud, the Marines. Synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. It is the 24th of May, 2018. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing. And uh, Dave, this is something that no longer happens to me. Um, it, it probably used to, but I don't remember. Um, you remember, I don't know if it ever happened to you, but it may or may not have. But you remember uh, the time when, you know, we were, we were at, uh, you know, a conference like every, a different conference every week and you're traveling and you know, you're tired all the time and you know you, most of the time you didn't even know what city you were in just because you were always constantly on the move traveling remember yeah. those days yep so you might have found yourself at some diner at three in the morning exhausted um some screw up in reservations and you didn't get into the hotel that you were booked at. And there you are at that diner and you got in and you're, you're typing into your phone hotel. Just find me a hotel. And um, up comes completely indeterminate search results because Google doesn't know what the hell your intention is when you type hotel. It seems they've got you covered. So if you ever find yourself in that diner at three in the morning typing hotel and not knowing what you're covered, because Google is going to ask you now, come up with a, uh, I guess, a, a refinement, asking what are you really looking for. So there you go. You're safe. You're safe. Yeah. I'm saved. <laughs> um, this is really, really interesting stuff. And it was um, – sort of first scene and I can't duplicate it, but then, you know, I'm a, I'm a Canadian up here. So it probably isn't ruled out here. Um, Cindy Crum, um, had originally posted, um, the, the version that I've seen, um, it had been seen. I sort of 
followed the, the Twitter stream there that, that she was on and, and it had been seen before that, but only within about 24 hours. So, um, you know, we're, we're, we're pretty close to the, you know, late last week over the, over the weekend, but basically for our listeners who like me can't duplicate it. The, the query that was used was hotels near me. Um, if you do that and those who may just not have run it, you can do it from your, from your phone in the States. Um, it then will give you different options, um, filter options above the hotel. And in, in the two example, there's hotels.com with the entity designation of website and then hotels um, with basically just a, this is physical hotels, like things that are known entities called hotels. Um, so I think that's really, really interesting because it's going to start, and this is the only example I've seen, um, but I think it's going to give them a, a lot of options um, especially heading into the future to, to sort of allow users to specify which entity it is. You know they're going to be using machine learning just to figure it out eventually, well, but I think they need our input now. Absolutely, but I, I love the fact that you keep, you keep referring to this as entity. You keep saying the word entity, entity, entity over and over again. And yeah. the reason I love it is because, to me, the word entity means schema. It means we are identifying using schema markup language. This is how Google knows what this, this, or that is. Mm-hmm. And where, I mean, how do you th- how do you think these are being generated? The listings for those various hotels—that's uh, all schema markup, or well, the- from a, from a bigger database like Hotels.com. Oh, well, exactly, and I mean, they may also be drawing from Google My Business, <laughs> like you know, a, a category designation. But even that's limited. I think schema is an excellent um, an excellent example, and where my website may actually rank for another entity's profile because I'm using schema, they're not, and, and I'm the stronger entity. Right? I think there's a lot of opportunities for powerhouses in there. Um, and then I think of, of scenarios outside of hotels um, where this, this happens a lot and, and would allow me to, to, to sort of clarify the entity, even outside of maps. Um, but if I looked up something like Eagles, uh, it, it's a problem I, I have hit recently um, with, with entity designation on, on a website. Um, now I have I have three I mean there's multiple but am I talking about the bird am I talking about the band am I talking about the the sports team I mean there's multiple sports teams but let's just <laughs> like which one am I actually referring to and that's one that we actually hit on a website that I'm working on right now is which entity designation is it and if you cover multiples how do you do that um, very similarly by the way to what Google is doing here so we're sort of seeing them do what other websites have been doing. Um, but I think it's really, really important for us to pay close attention and know, just know. I mean, you don't need to know it or take my advice here because, heck, I could be wrong. This is my guess. But to me, I just know in my heart of hearts that they have got, like, as we're deploying this and as we're all using it, they've got their little machine learning algorithms out there going, when people do it specifically this way, this is the button they click. When they do it this way, this is the button they click um, to, to figure that out and, and not require us to do that input. But for now they'll, they'll need our help and training, um, in, into the systems. Okay. Time for one more. And then we'll have gone full clock. And, um, this may be the most important story we've covered in the entire hour. It's a, it's a pity we have to leave it to the very last, but, um, a change has happened at Google. Uh, it might be an important change, might be an unimportant change, it might be a trivial change. But for Google, was it, it was 1998, right? Uh, Google was, was incorporated in 98? So that, that makes sounds, it 20 years old. Yeah, sounds about right, yeah. And so for the last 20 years, inside of Google's own like corporate code of conduct, um, and, and in fact, 
this phrase used to be the entire corporate code of conduct was 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 an important phrase again inside the corporate code of conduct was an important phrase that used to be the entire corporate conduct and that is don't be evil three words don't be evil but that, that i mean those three words say so much right mm -hmm. well they don't really say much of anything anymore because they've been removed from google's code of conduct um i think it now it says hold my beer <laughs> um, um, yeah, that, yeah that, anyway, what do you, I mean, like, is that a big deal or what? Is, is, is it a big deal that they removed this don't be evil thing? What, what, was that actually stopping Google from being quote unquote evil? Um, what, what do you think, man? Um, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I could, I could just call it a spade a spade there. Um, I mean, <laughs> There's there's a whole bunch of directions I could go, but then as soon as we're talking about evil, I'm like, oh, I could list off all these examples, but some of our listeners would disagree with some and agree with others, and so we'd end up, you know, yeah. going, okay, but let's just go to one we can all agree on. I, I can sort of unify on one. If your premise is don't be evil, and you have just ruined a bunch of rankings for a bunch of websites, you know some are false positives, and you know some have been repaired, and you don't have your next Penguin rollout for over a year, knowing that good people are having problems, and you caused them, and a lot of the time, it wasn't of their making, and you know yeah. that, you're doing something evil. And <laughs> so, really, you really can't walk around saying, I'm not evil. I'm right. not evil. So they should have done it as soon as that Penguin update hit. You remember the old Google Dances? It was every four to six, right? They would have had that fixed. I mean, it probably would have been still broken, but it would have been a different broken. Different people would have hurt, but everybody would have just hurt for four to six weeks. <laughs> equal opportunity hurters here. Equal opportunity screw-ups. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, and then there's lots of examples. I, I know, I mean, of course, it, you know, we were all tongue-in-cheeking that for a while, and I don't think Google's any worse a company than any others, right? And I, I'm sort of, you know, making an example of that one, but... Um, you know, every company is going to have those sorts of things, certainly at their scale. I'm not going to, you know, I mean, we all know stories about what Jeff Bezos does over at Amazon, right? Like, I'm not going to pretend he's better either. Um, and we all remember, Bill Gates is great now. Remember the 80s? No, he wasn't. And that's why he's rich. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, but it is rather telling that they've actually just sort of gone, okay, let's, this is no longer the, the beginning of our code of conduct anymore. We're not starting with this. And, um, you know, let's let's just call a spade a spade. Yeah, you know, in some ways I liked having the don't be evil moniker inside of Google's code of conduct. Um, though, you know, evil's a rather subjective term, right? Like, it's hard to say what is and what isn't evil, but I will say this. Given the behavior of some companies, um, Yahoo is an example, immediately caving into uh, to, uh, the Republic of China knowing full well that the, the emails that, that Yahoo shared with the Republic, with the People's Republic would put would put journalists in jail for in in, in, in gulags for several years. Mm -hmm. They did that to make money. That was evil. Right. Google, on the other hand, when when faced with the exact same question, spent hundreds of millions of dollars to move all their operations out of China and told China, look, you can have us or not have us, whatever. That that inspired me to 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 you know appreciate Google. They 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 actually you know when given the choice, we will make more money staying in China 
and complying with a law that we know will hurt people or, um, you know, might even kill them or we'll just walk away. They chose to walk away at that point. Um, it's not like Google's totally banned in China. They just don't have their they just don't have their servers sitting physically in China. Right. Um, so, you know, I think that was that was that kind of decision was informed by the idea that they will not be evil. And I appreciated that. So I Indeed. hope that that spirit continues. But thank goodness Google is the company with that kind of control and the kind of power they have and not some other corporation. Indeed. Okay, on that, we got to go. Um, Dave, welcome back. On behalf of, uh, of Dave Davies, um, and by the way, um, to, 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 your, to, your, to, your, to your, your lovely wife, Mary, um, happy anniversary, you guys. Well, thank you very much. Um, okay, so uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beatsog and Marketing, this is Jim Hedge from Digital Waste Media. You've been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm, uh, recorded on the 24th of May, 2018. Stick around the network, friends. There's some amazing content coming up after the news. Dave and I will talk to you next week. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.